Hey, bro. Fucking NBA trade deadline does not fucking disappoint. I got my boy Julian here. What up? What a fucking day, bro. What a fucking day of NBA talk, especially with it being Super Bowl week. It's unheard of. I never thought this would happen, but we're here, man. Super hyped about talking about this. Yeah, this is the, I mean, it has to go down as the best deadline of all time. Like just the the amount of deals, not only the amount, but the the players that were moved, bro. I don't I don't think I've ever seen this in any sport where superstars, like super duper stars, getting traded the way they were being traded. Like I it's unheard of, bro. The fucking NBA is crazy. Right, bro. And it's crazy. I think it I think there's one huge factor to it. Um, and it's because the West is wide open. So every team in the <clears throat> West is buying in this year. And, of course, with the play-ins and all that, no team is eliminated, really, in the West outside of the Spurs. But, you know, every team out there wanted to go win this. And I, I fucking love it, man. What a fucking day. Yeah, it's insane, bro. Like, I mean, I don't think there's anywhere we can start besides fucking KD to the Suns. I mean, you want to talk about a move that, it just makes too much sense. Like, K- KD was trying to push for this trade in the offseason. And, you know, it, it kind of came out of nowhere, to be honest. Like, I, I knew, you know, everything that happened with Brooklyn. We'll get into Kyrie in a bit. But, um, you know, I just thought I was going to go into the offseason and they're going to wait. But fucking Suns, bro, the new owner, he wanted to make a splash. And now here we go. Fucking the favorites out of the West, if you ask me. Yeah, dude. What I, I I wouldn't say favorites. I know on paper you would say that. Dude, I um, love the Nuggets, but, but they they can't compete with with uh, Booker and Durant. They can't. We'll see. We'll see, man. I mean, Jokic has to ha, Jokic has to average crazy numbers for them to be even close. Like, he's a solid defender, man. No, nah, bro, uh, they're gonna have to reply. Breaks. They're gonna have to rely on Porter. Like, I don't I don't see that working out for them. I don't know. It, it, you know, we're getting a little too ahead of ourselves. But what do you think, bro? Katie to the Suns, what does this mean for the team? Obviously, Brooklyn kind of had to do it. Not really, but I can see why they did it. But what did you think when you saw that last night? Um. Well, when Kyrie got traded, I knew I, – I didn't know. But I, I had a feeling Durant will probably be the next one up, Um. especially because they had just announced that he was going to be out to the All-Star break. Um. So I was like, okay, well, like, you know – there's got to be something looking, at least in the options of trading him. And uh, the Suns, well, I mean, like I said, the West is wide open. So I think the Suns took this as an opportunity to to start the super team again. And, well, I don't even consider a super team, to be honest, because Chris Paul is kind of old and washed now. But um, this is great, a, man. A dynamic I mean, four, duo. There you go. Yeah. A, a, that, yeah, dynamic duo. Um, four first-round picks, unprotected. Um, I know the NBA can get very, like, you know, ain't all about protection with their picks, but hey, they just got a new owner, uh, the Suns, and you know that motherfucker said, "Fuck it, we're gonna do it." Um, Durant wanted to be there for the longest. I know since the summer, Booker's young, he's locked in for a couple of years. So I guess this is a wise move for the Suns. I will say though, they did give up Bridges and Cam Johnson. I know solid role players. You're gonna <clears> say solid role players for Durant? You fucking crazy? But um, sometimes you need these role players in the, in, to get to the finals, and we'll see. But Overall, this is box office for Phoenix. They've been needing something like this for a while. They're back to being on the main stage and having their games all on ESPN and TNT. So this is good for them and good for business. No, I, I'm, you know, it, 
I'm surprised Aiton wasn't in this trade. I, I just, you know, everything that's been going on with Phoenix and him. Uh, when I saw it, because the details didn't come out right away, I was like, all right, so probably Aiton, probably Cam Johnson and some picks. But, you know, Bridges, I think, is going to hurt them in the long run just because you have to think of Durant's health. Like, he's not too durable now. I mean, his his chicken legs, bro, they keep, they keep breaking on him. I don't know what, what's going on. He needs to bulk up, but. Um, you know, I, the Bridges is a, is a very good defender, and I think they're gonna miss him in the playoffs. But I mean, Phoenix out of nowhere, bro. Like I, the Phoenix was dead in the water, to be honest. I know they don't have Booker. You know, he's he's not back fully yet. But I mean, just the way they've been looking, bro. They've just been struggling. I was like, you know what? I said it after the Milwaukee series, or you know, going into that new, into the next season, like it's a wrap, bro. They're not, they're not going back. Like their windows sh- closed shut on them quick. That one year they had it, they blew it. And I thought it was over. And now they have fucking Durant, like, bro, the top 15 player of all time. Like this is insane that he got moved in the middle of the year. Like you don't see this ever. I, I don't think I've ever seen this ever. And not in my lifetime, you know, maybe fucking Kareem got traded in the middle of the season. I don't know, but um like yeah in the in the long long term it's gonna be bad because i think they have durant and booker one year they're they're both like just those two players they're 102 million dollars like that's <laughs> in the long run it's they're kind of fucked but short term these next two three years like you know they're locked in bro all they need to do is add role players to this roster and they can compete every year without a doubt and I'm I'm just shocked. I'm really shocked that it happened that late at night. And you know, yeah. now I just fucking flipped the whole West upside down. Like it did. That, and it did. I feel like that's why the the uh Lakers and a few others just kind of panicked and just fucking went bananas <laughs> these past couple yeah. hours. But um <laughs> but yeah, bro, it's fun. it's nuts. I, I can't believe it actually happened and um you know who it all who, started though. I, I Oh, go ahead. Uh, go ahead. I, I was gonna say it all started with, with um. I, I mean, I heard this story. Too, I read it. Um, you know, obviously Durant wanted to leave in the summer. Suns were like his primary decision, and then Sean Marks and and side they pretty much told him like, hey, let's give it one more shot. If shit hits the fan and and we start falling, we'll work with you to trade you. Obviously, you know they were doing good. They were doing fine as of late. Then Kyrie happened, and then you know they kept their promise pretty much saying they're. And like, hey, look, like we're breaking the team up now. Kyrie wanted to leave, so like we're we're gonna work with you and trade you too. And they did. They kept the promise, and you know, at the end of the day, they're both happy to be out of Brooklyn. There's just something fishy about Brooklyn, bro. And I I gotta say, like, something's wrong with that organization. It's just something I can't curse, my bro. Fingers to what it is, but like, Kyrie didn't sound happy there at all. Um, and then once he left, he he felt Ooh. more relieved. And then he's like, and then last night's interview too. After his game, he was like, "I'm just happy he's out of it. Yeah, I'm just happy he's gone." Like, like what, what, what was going on that in Brooklyn? You have to, to just kind of believe because Harden did it too. Harden wanted to leave when he was there. Hard, Harden was Harden was more because of Kyrie though. It wasn't anything, as far as I know, it was because Kyrie wasn't playing and Durant was hurt. Like that was the whole COVID year to me with Kyrie. He needs to stop bitching, bro. Like this, this is getting ridiculous. You can't keep saying I'm gonna resign with the team and then fucking dip out like two, three years after. Like this is just fucking funny that it happened. But 
with Kyrie to me, he took it more personally that they didn't have his back once all that uh like the anti Semitic shit would happen that with the uh movie that he promoted. Um you know, they threw him under the bus, they suspended him, which they should have. And, you know, I feel like that was the beginning of the end with that relationship because they to me, it, if I'm Kyrie, you know, it's it's hard to put myself in that mental space, but um I would think he's pro- he probably feels like it's them against him like the the whole team against him because the covid year obviously he couldn't play because of the whole restrictions in New York and yeah. knowing Kyrie bro he probably took it at a slight like oh you guys should have been fighting for me or whatever and then obviously the beginning of the year he got suspended because of the movie he promoted and you know I feel like it was that in Everything's been kind of even in the offseason. It was weird how things were being reported that, you know, he's going to go to the Lakers. He's getting traded. He wants out. And then he's he's back. And then now he's out again. Like, I don't know. I feel like that that's more Kyrie, bro. Like the everything that happened with his whole saga, that was all his doing. Like, I, I don't I don't put that on Brooklyn, but Brooklyn, bro, I, I don't I don't know what what their plan is as far as team building goes because then you have to think they get Harden that wasn't going to work clearly everybody knew that that wasn't going to work with him and Kyrie and Durant and then they get Simmons and I don't you know that was the best asset I guess they could have got for Harden but um you know I, I I don't know I don't know what what the deal is you know they put all their eggs in this Kyrie KD duo and for it to flame out in four years, seven playoff wins, and nothing else to it, like sheesh, like that's that's tough, bro. Like I don't know, yeah, new the Nets, New Jersey, and Brooklyn just just curse, bro. They can't they can't. Uh, I don't know who put that hex on them, but it's a it's a tough one, bro. It's a tough one. <laughs> yeah, I, I this is I I feel like this is something we're gonna hear ten years from now about like what really happened deep, deep down behind the scenes. Because let's not forget, Steven Ash was in the middle of this all, too, until he got fired. So, um, Oh, don't I, I forget don't Kenny Atkinson. They both fired him, too, the first year they were there. Yeah. So, so there's got to be something there. No, nah, to me, the, depending on who, uh, who comes uh, out, depending on who comes out and says what. If Kyrie does a tell-all documentary, I'm not watching one minute of that, bro. Like, he, he's going to fucking swing it however he wants to his way, and I wouldn't believe a fucking thing he says, bro. But... Um, if Durant comes out or Josiah or whoever, Joe Harris. That's my thing, though. Like, I don't know. If, if one of these guys come out and says the real truth, like, no, bro, you cannot believe anything Kyrie says. It's a fucking snail, a snake oil salesman. Anything he says is just to fucking make himself look better. Like, no, I'm not believing anything that fucking guy says ever. I'm just saying, like, don't you think it's fishy that Durant very outspoken like he kind of just he felt a little quiet these past few months like he was just chilling bro like it's just odd behavior for me from Durant to just be this quiet guy just laid back like yeah, he's never been really like that kind of guy it's weird what's he supposed to say um I mean I don't know bro like they're supposed to be boys him and Kareem I know Kareem's in the wrong but like at least say something I don't know it's just I, I think Durant was talking to him in private I don't think he's the type of dude to call like teammates out in public maybe there is occasions I just don't remember but I don't I don't think he's that type of guy so I feel like he was talking to him in private but bro what the fuck are you supposed to say like if if one day you're like fucking promoting some anti-semitic shit like 
what the fuck am I supposed to say to that? Like, what am I supposed to like? Am I supposed to excuse it? Am I supposed to have your back on that? Like, no, absolutely not. But I'm, I'll talk to you in private. I'll, you know, voice like, hey, bro, you need to chill out. But I don't think he was if he would have said anything in public, it would have made things a lot worse. And um, in that aspect, I, I appreciate Durant for keeping it all in house because not a lot of people can do that. But yeah, I, I don't know what, what he was supposed to say in this instance. Like there was nothing to say in his case. And just to watch, just wait 10 years from now, man. We're going to hear about this story of the Brooklyn Nets and their shit show of the super team they built. And James Harden, too. I know James Harden wants to because of Kyrie, but I, I think there's deeper meaning to it as well, um, in my opinion. Mm. Um, but we'll see, man. I mean, yeah, but that trade, good trade, best probably the, the highest, you know, craziest trade you can ever see in a trade deadline with Durant, getting him like that. And, Normally, you see role players getting traded in the deadline, and we saw yeah. two superstars get traded. Kyrie, too. I mean, we should already talking about in Dallas. Yeah, let's get to it, bro. What's the what's going on in Dallas? How, how are the fans uh, taking the move? Everyone's hype, bro. They're hype. Everyone kept saying Luca needed something, bro. He needed something out here because it's just Luca, bro, out here. And you know, now that Kyrie came, and people are kind of you know hoping this duo works. Um, I you know they're surrounding their team with shooters. They kind of lost some defense now, uh, with Finney Smith and and Dinwiddie gone. But you know they're hoping that gets made up by Kyrie's offense, and um, we'll see. They they like the pairing with Jason Kidd coaching them too. So every it's all good. It's all smiles over here in Dallas right now currently for for Kyrie. We'll see how long that lasts. But as of right now, everyone's hyped because especially because yesterday the Kyrie beat the fucking Clippers uh, without Luca. So. Everyone, it's just a good future for the Mavericks right now. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, I'm not going to sit here and say I was going crazy for the move, but, you know, Brooklyn didn't really have any other option. I don't think what the Lakers were going to offer was anything good. I know that you can sit here and say Westbrook in two late 20, uh, you know, late, uh, close to 2030 draft picks and a Westbrook and whoever. Eh, I mean, Benny Smith, I, I'm surprised Dinwiddie's still there. I thought he was going to get flipped, but um, you know they they got some decent role players. Like the the team they have now, they'll probably be like a ninth seed, and you know they'll Cam Thomas is all of a sudden an MVP candidate and <laughs> fucking three straight forty point games since Kyrie yeah. got traded. Like you know, I mean they're fine. They're going to be a young little team. They're going to have to rebuild, but um, yeah, I mean. Luca, yeah, he needed something. And I don't think there was anything out there for the maps to get besides Kyrie. So yeah, good move for them. The, clearly their eyes is the best defense is more offense, I guess, because they're not gonna have any defense with fucking Luca and Kyrie out there. But um, you know, it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun team to watch. I mean, they're gonna put up like 115 a night, and you know, there's gonna be some shootouts for sure with a lot of teams moving forward, but <laughs> Go ahead. This is a win. I mean, for teams like Dallas, um, they're not like the Lakers, bro. They're not like the Knicks. Like, mm-hmm. like you have to go out there and and be hell aggressive to get these star players via trade. Um, I mean, of course, Luca's a bona fide superstar in this league. He's top three player in the league right now. But now, I mean, no one's gonna come to Dallas to want to play with Luca. I really like it's, it's difficult for that to happen. So I think Mark Cuban and the boys had a how to think creatively, and, you know, they said if they're going to get a second superstar to help Kyrie, 
or help Luca, they had to go do it in the in the trade market, and and this was the right move because if if Kyrie would have gone to free agency, bro, if he had his choice, he would have gone to L.A. rather than Dallas. So no, this can, is a smart move. Can I like break? I don't know if you you've been at work, so I don't know if I'm breaking news to you. Brian Wehrhorst reported Kyrie and Kevin Durant is not done. He was reportedly wanting to go to Phoenix before he got traded to Dallas. He's a free agent in the offseason. The new owner, he's trying to make a point. I imagine, bro, Kyrie again and Durant and fucking Phoenix. Like, come on, bro. <laughs> that's just that's, that's crazy for not. It's very realistic because I think Chris yeah. Paul's contract ends this season. Oh, no. Ends, he, but... he, his extension, I think, is for two more years. I, I think I could he's... see him retiring though and get it off maybe. the books, or they'll, yeah, maybe they'll probably trade him out. You know, go. Oh, that'd us, be fucked know. up, bro. If they trade him just to get Kyrie, like stop. <laughs> well, that's the crazy part, bro. Is that like, um, the thing is that I think Kyrie and KD always wanted to play together. They just couldn't because of the shit show in Brooklyn. Um, but now that they're they have a chance to go play somewhere else, they may be a supportive franchise like this is it this is the spot to go so this very realistic i think Kyrie's gonna be a free agent i don't think he's gonna stay in dallas for too long unless no. they make a big push and he enjoys it but that's that's asking for a lot so we'll see i mean the good thing for Kyrie is you know it's texas there's no there's no state tax income fucking um there's no covid restrictions if that ever pops up again so i mean he's chilling bro he he doesn't really have to worry too much in texas but he probably wants to go play with LeBron one more time before he calls it. He quick, might. So. He might. Le- LeBron or Durant, yeah. For sure. I don't think he That's stays in saying. Dallas. That's you what know. I'm saying, though. Like, it, you never know. Like, what if Luka, you know, get, gets him excited and, and, you know, he enjoys it in Dallas? He, he, it's a risk that Mark Cuban's doing because yeah. he also wants a lengthy contract. And I think the one thing that will be doing it is the Mavericks. So, I think it, everything's on the table for now. But, yeah, wouldn't shock me if the Suns or the Lakers get him. Yep, it's fucking insane, bro. The what the biggest what if in the last couple of years Durant stepping on the line and against the Bucks in Game Seven. I mean, if he hits that, I think they win the championship that year against the uh, the Suns. So, yeah, I mean that's that's just tough. <laughs> if you're a Nets fan, whoever wherever you guys are, um, I think the Nets are the Chargers of the NBA, bro. There's no Nets fans. Like, they're, they're just not there. This guy said the Nets are the Chargers of the yeah, NBA. Absolutely. There's no fucking Nets fans. Stop it, bro. They're all in fucking Newark, New Jersey. They're all old. Nobody's going for the Brooklyn Nets. They're just there chilling because I'm bored. You want to go to the Nets game kind of deal? Like, I feel like that's how <laughs> that's how they're treated. So, um, yeah, let's, let, let's the biggest elephant in the room, bro, the Lakers. I mean. What the fuck? Like, I obviously besides Durant, but what the fuck were the Lakers doing, bro? They're going nuts all of a sudden, making moves Good, left man. and right. But I have to I tell like you, it. bro, I I hated that D'Lo trade. I besides Vanderbilt, that was just. I, I'm glad they made more moves because if that was their like, oh here we go. This is the this is our magnum opus of the uh, of the deadline, D'Lo for Russ. Like, oh god, but. Um, I know you're happy. We talked about it a little bit last night, but what do you think? What do you think? Oh, let's, man. let's get to that move first, and then we'll talk about the little minor moves. You're talking about the D-Lo move first? Yeah. I mean, bro, we got Vanderbilt, Beasley's a solid shooter. Um, D-Lo's contract ends the season, so 
as well. I mean, it's the same as Westbrook. Yeah, you just had to give up the first round. I'm glad they didn't give up two. So, I mean, giving up one was fine. Um, D'Lo will probably be a better fit offensively. And obviously in the locker room, he'll be a better fit. Uh, just everything that's coming out about Westbrook right now where this is getting really, really toxic. Like, I would have preferred to kept Westbrook. Um, but if it's getting to the point where, like, it's just ruining it for everyone in the locker room, like, you have to get rid of him. So, you got a solid player back. I don't think we're going to get anybody like Dilo back, which is fine. Um, mm. I like it, bro. I mean, he's. I'm not saying Dilo's going to turn into fucking Dame Lillard, but, I mean, I think he'll be just as efficient as Westbrook, probably even a little better just because he's a better shooter than Westbrook. Um, and then, yeah, I, I, overall, Beasley's going to be in the rotation. He's going to fucking play good. He's going to get some shoots, shots in. Um, Vanderbilt, fucking tall-ass wing defender. Another, like, hoochie mama. So, I mean. What the fuck? Bro. <laughs> Did you hear Charles call him that? No. <laughs> uh, uh, fucking the different wizards, Huyarama. Ho- Ho- oh, yeah. Hachimura? <laughs> yeah, Hachimura. He called him hoochie mama. <laughs> Oh, so, yeah, I mean, yeah, dude. I mean, overall, they had to just blow this team up a little bit. And um, I think they'll be fine. I'll give them a couple games to get together and, and get to learn how to play together. But I like this, bro. I love it a lot. We found our point guard, our offensive point guard, Schroeder's our defensive point guard. We flipped Westbrook and Chris Dunn for D'Lo. Um, and, and don't forget Beverly, too. So, we flipped those three for D'Lo and some solid wing defenders. You don't need point guards, bro. You really don't. You have LeBron. Like, you really don't really need many point guards. So, this is great. I love the move. I mean, it got toxic, bro, because they, they kept fucking blaming him for everything. Like, I agree, though. It's not his fault. I really don't think it's his, his fault, but you just got to go with what you work with. and you know. like, like, listen, I understand it didn't work the first year, and obviously it wasn't working, you know, this year. But, I mean, the fact that they were literally, not only the media, but people within the team, I mean, it's just, yeah. I would fucking be pissed too. Like, what the fuck, bro? How's everything my fault? Can AD please play more than 10 games? Like, bro, like, I don't know. I, I just, I feel for Russ in a, to a certain extent. Like, you know, I understand he's upset, but, you know, I, I, this has to be on LeBron, bro. Like, this is LeBron's fault that this fucking team is the way it is. Like, the GM just strike back, bro. Like, you could have had fucking DeRozan and he chose Westbrook for whatever reason. Like, or you could add healed, and I forgot who else for um, instead Turner. of Westbrook. Yeah, Turner. I, yeah, Turner. You could have had a better package for whatever the fuck you got, and instead you get Westbrook, and now it's fucking everything's his fault. I don't know. I I don't agree with that, but I get he was pissed. Like, yeah, he wasn't fucking celebrating LeBron's scoring record. Like, bro, fuck this guy. He's, he's fucking probably telling everybody it's my fault, but. I don't know, D'Lo, it's not going to get much better, Lakers fans. If you're already if you're already complaining about Russell Westbrook, get ready to complain about D'Angelo Russell. Like, this fucking guy. Really yeah. I, I I mean, as far as, you know, like you said, they don't need point guards, so LeBron can finally run shit through him. He doesn't have to worry about scoring points anymore. Um, So he can just finally play the game the way he actually plays it. But D'Lo, I mean, bro, you want to talk about a dude that's like, I got this, watch this, like, He's, I think him and Russ are tied for first in that aspect. Like, clear out. Watch this, bro. I got it. Don't trip. I'm going to get this bucket. And then he bricks it. Like, yeah, I mean, it's going to be the same thing. No defense and hero ball with him. Hopefully LeBron can fucking tell him, bro, stop. Like, I got this. I'll I'll get you. I'll kick you out some open shots. 
if that works, if that happens, then fine, it'll work out. But that's a big if. Like Russell has never done happen. that, bro. It hasn't happened. Happen. Like, come on, he didn't. He didn't even do that with Ant. Like, I understand it's LeBron, but it's like, bro, in any capacity that he's played in the NBA with, with the Warriors, the early Lakers, he's never done that. And we'll see. Everybody thought Russ was gonna buy into what LeBron was saying, and he obviously he didn't. So. I don't know. We'll see. But I do like Vanderbilt. I really like that addition. Beasley, we'll see. Um, and I, I like how you guys are hyping up Mo Bamba. Like, he's nothing more than fucking five points a game. Like, stop. <laughs> hey, we don't Thomas need Bryant, him. Thomas Bryant, Bryant is better than Mo Bamba, bro. Like, what are you guys? No, what are y'all tripping nah, about? it's the yes, same. Yes, he is. Bro. It's the same. Mo Bamba's lengthier, bro. Mo Bamba's lengthier. Oh, I thought you said he's lazier. Um, I'm like, maybe I don't know, but um... <laughs> he's lengthier. He's he's younger. He's a little bit more quick to to defend. Uh, Thomas Bryant, bro. I mean, he numbers. He has this insight. I'm a little better piece. I'm not asking him to do the score thirty. I'm not even asking him to score, man. Just rebound <laughs> and play deep. And yeah, that's what he's gonna contribute to this team, bro. So I'm excited to see what he does. No, I'm uh, I'm just saying, like I've seen Lakers fans on Twitter, like, oh, bro, Obama's about to be our 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 backup five. Like, watch our bench is gonna be like, bro, stop. Like, no, he's not. Like, he'll he'll be fine. But I told you, bro, I think the Lakers missed out on getting rid of AD. I I think now was the time to move him. I, I think yeah, you would have gotten a lot it. of. I think you would have gotten some pretty good assets for him. I mean, there's some team Chicago, bro. You don't think Chicago would have gave you first and Lucevic and Levine for him? Like he's from there. I know eventually he's gonna go there and play. Like I don't know. He he cannot stay healthy for you guys, and he doesn't look. He looks very disengaged. Like you said, like he just didn't want to be there the other night. And yeah, he looked odd there the other day. I wonder what's wrong with him. I mean, it's not even I mean, the he's... fact that he didn't celebrate LeBron's record thing. It's just, even the entire night, like, he was just out. He was just out. Maybe it was the Westbrook thing, but he just didn't look like it. So. I don't know. I mean, I just I, – I thought now would have been the good time because I, I don't think there there's a window for you guys to trade him, like, unless he starts putting up some crazy numbers and all of a he's sudden – He's about to pop off. Yeah, we'll see. Just wait. His his Play knees off. might pop off, but I don't know about him. <laughs> Bubble uh, AD is gonna come back. Oh, watch. stop, stop! He's too he's too big. He's I don't know. He just does, he doesn't want to be there. He's checked out. He looks checked out, and you don't want that in sports. Maybe the All Star break will just, do do good for him, but he looks checked out. Yeah, say. He just needs the All Star break. He'll be fine. He's probably tired of LeBron's ass. He just needs a week off, and he'll be back. <laughs> um. What's another movie you want to talk about? What's something that, that you've been wanting to discuss? Um, there's a few. I'm trying to think right now. Um, <laughs> Gary Payne, Back to the Warriors. That's hilarious. Uh, <laughs> the man the man got paid to rehab, and now he's back. Uh, so, <laughs> the Warriors. But speaking of the Warriors, Wiseman, biggest bust um, in recent history. Uh, biggest bust um, on, as, as, you know, I don't know, like, is he bigger than Bust than Kwame Brown, or? I mean, he just hasn't—he hasn't been healthy, so we don't know. I mean, yeah, I—I I think that that draft just goes down as one of the weirdest, bro. Like, I—I I think if they ran it back, you know, they—they they get 
I don't even know who they would have gotten at that pick. Lamelo? You think they would have gotten Lamelo? I don't know. I mean, like, that was a discussion. I think yeah. Lamelo though wouldn't have. Well, he they had the second pick, correct? Because Anthony Edwards won yeah. one, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Lamelo would he have meshed? Would he have been the next? Yeah, Jordan that's pool? the thing. Yeah, I don't know. Like it, it's just weird. I I don't see how you draft somebody second overall when he's only he only played like two games that year. I don't even think he played that COVID year, so. It's tough, but I, I think, yeah, in recent memory, biggest bust since Anthony Bennett, maybe. I don't know, but um, we probably have to do a little more deep dive than that. But, yeah, it was just – it's crazy. I, I thought Moses Moody was going to get moved too. I thought they were going to get more, like, starting caliber players. But, you know, they got some good depth. Um, They got <laughs> fucking Gary Payton Jr. back, which is funny. I – Bro, bro, can we talk about real? What the fuck's up with all these second round picks just being thrown in like chips? Like everybody's <laughs> getting traded for like five second round picks. Like, wait, what the? When did this happen? When was this a uh, thing? I was like, okay, I guess. Well, fucking, I I found out. Um, and this may be the reason. Well, you can buy a second round pick now. Apparently, uh, you got to pay mm. two point five million for the league, and you can get yourself a second round pick, but. Um, Interesting. that's odd, but I mean, Jay Crowder was a second round pick, so there's there's some gems there, um, I guess. And you know, I I mean, this somebody put it this way. I saw it this morning. Somebody said I forgot who and where. But they were like, when you're building a big team, when you're building a team like like the like a super team like the Suns or you know like the Lakers, blah blah blah, Warriors. Um, you're not gonna have your first round picks because you gave them up to to get this whoever you get, and then you have to pay you know your stars, and then you're gonna have to pay your young players that you currently have. You're gonna need some sort of draft capital, um, to kind of build off them. So I think the second round picks are low key be starting to become more valuable than in recent days. But I mean, you're right, <laughs> it's so fucking weird. I was weird five second rounders, bro. That's a lot. Like that's the whole team if you really want to be. <laughs> you know what I I think they were better off keeping Sadiq Bay if than flipping him to Atlanta. I, I, I like that mm-hmm. trade a lot better than getting Gary Payton back. But you see, I thought John Collins is in that trade at first. When I heard Wiseman to the to the Pistons in a three team trade with the Hawks, I thought Collins is the one going to yeah. the Oh shit, like they just fleeced everyone. <laughs> Guess not. Yeah, I, th- I mean I don't know. Atlanta, can you make up your mind? Do you want to keep John Collins or not? He's in every trade deadline rumors like for the past four years. I mean, I guess they, they planted the flag on we're going to keep him, but I don't know. I, I feel like he's eventually going to move, but who knows when that's going to be. I don't know. I don't even know his contract, but, you know, like uh, I, it's just uh, it's a weird deadline, bro. Like, obviously, the, we had the firepower, but all the minor moves were just even weirder. Like, the details that came out with all the second round picks, like you said, I didn't know you could buy them. I honestly didn't know that. So, that's interesting. But, um, yeah, fucking five first round picks. Someone else got traded for like like four first round or sec, second round picks. Sorry, second round picks. Um, oh, Jay Crowder, when he got traded to yeah, Milwaukee, the they traded. They traded him for like four, I think. I'm like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. But hey, Jay Crowder's back. He's out of hibernation. Like, that's just another move to make Milwaukee yeah. better. But um, yeah, it's the the trade. Crazy. I think well, my two underrated ones is that one because uh, that motherfucker's been trying to get him for the longest. Yeah, uh, which is crazy in itself. But they finally did, uh, which is odd to me. I don't know why Phoenix didn't want to do. It. You think they have some sort of grudge with Milwaukee? 
You think um, like, they didn't even, they refused to trade Crowder? I mean, because they could have done that deal like a long time ago for what they got. They yeah, they it. they could have figured something out, but I don't know. Maybe. Um, the, another underrated trade was the Jacob. Uh, what's his name? Jacob Poel. Oh, Jakob Pertl. Jakob Pertl. Dude, I mean, the 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 rep has been needing somebody big, um for the longest, and you know. They, they finally got it. They gave up a first-round pick, which is odd. I think it's top four protected. But um, they this is why I knew they weren't going to trade Ojanobi Ogenob- because it looked like they were buying in. I think they saw Durant leave um, Brooklyn, and they're like, okay, we have a shot. Like, the only ones we have to worry about now is Philly, Boston, and Milwaukee. So um, I think Toronto was decided to go on. Ojanobi was in the trade. Yeah, I think that's a mistake. I mean, they, it's funny that they got him back. I mean, he was part of the Kawhi Leonard trade a few years ago. So uh, maybe he didn't sell his house up there. Who knows? But, um, yeah, it's weird that it was a first-round pick. I mean, we, I saw the Celtics trying to get him, and I don't think Stevens wanted to trade a first-round pick. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think they should have sold. I think they, they would have got a lot for Ananobi. I know Grizzlies were in the market for them. I think they would have got like two or three first round picks from them. They're not built to contend right now. They're not. Like, I I think it's, they could have just reloaded, retooled, and um, figured it out next year because the the team they have isn't going to do anything in the East. I I just don't don't see them getting out of the second round if they make it that far. Like, that, they, they're probably going to be a first round one and done. And then all the question marks and everything, opens back up is Siakam gonna get moved is Ananobi gonna be moved like Van Vliet he was on the table for you guys and the Clippers and the Magic like all this stuff so it's I don't know Toronto buying in I think they're just wasting opportunity to to sell high on a lot of the assets that they have like Van Vliet Van Vliet's been struggling and the fact that teams were still interested they could have they could have used that and flipped them into something but they didn't and now we'll see what they do, but yeah, I mean, Pirtle, it's a good, uh, good big, good rotation big. So that's a good move on them. They got him back. They got their boy back. So, uh, just a matter of time before DeRozan gets traded back there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, relax. Well, I mean, Van Van Vliet's leaving, so I guess it makes sense, um, for everyone. But I mean, over there's a lot of trades that. I mean, Bones from the Nuggets. He was a big topic in Denver. He went to the Clippers. Um, Clippers also got stupid. Eric Gordon. I mean, they needed offense, bro. They need offense. They, what do you? What is? Can't... What is Bones? He's pure offense. Why wouldn't you keep that? Because he's beefing yeah. with Jamal Murray, bro. Like that's the dumbest shit I've <laughs> ever heard. Like, stop. Bones I think Island. Malone loves defense, bro. And, and you know, if he can't contribute to that, something. That bro, he's the he's in the this the rotation. He's not starting. Like that's why I feel like in the playoffs you. I know it's slower and everything, but you're going to need some scoring. I th- and I think Bones provided that, but because he was beefing with Murray and Malone didn't like that, you're going to move him for a second-round pick? Like, mm. I know they got Thomas yeah. Bryant, but, I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't like the Nuggets. They, 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 to me, lost hold of the West with them not doing anything besides getting Bryant. They need wings. Where are the wings at? Like, the, you guys are relying on Porter to – and fucking KCP to really carry your defensive unit? I, I don't know. They, they, 
They have uh, the dude Brown too. I think he's a rookie. He's solid. Um, they have people. They they have youngsters that are they're probably willing to unleash. I know they have uh, what's his name too that they're gonna insert into the rotation. Christian Braun, I think his name is. So yeah, man, they have pieces, bro. I mean, they're not the sexy role players, but they could get it done. I think they're confident in that. So um, I don't think the Nuggets lost. I mean, for one, talk about losers. <clears throat> I mean, like you said, the Hawks are one of the losers in my opinion. They just kind of stand pad, and that locker room looks dysfunctional right now. They need to get rid of Collins. Um, another loser to me would be uh, trying to think who else kind of gave up some stuff. Um, I want to say the Warriors are kind of losers. Um, I know they got Gary Payton back, but they didn't give anything for Wiseman. So, like, really, what are, what are you doing to improve this team? Um, especially with the acquisitions made. But who are your losers, bro? I mean, the Nuggets are my number one, I would say. Um, that's hard to say. Um, I have another loser, and this isn't a team. John Wall. John Wall's a loser, bro. He <laughs> talked shit about the Rockets a month ago, and then he gets straight to him, and now he's just going to be waived. Like, yeah, yeah. That, Oh, oh I, have a, I have a big loser. Miami. What are you guys doing? Miami is not doing shit this year. They could have flipped Lowry. They could have done something. Pat Riley was chilling. I, this team is not contending for the East this year. No way. They're not going to the Eastern Conference Finals like they did last year. Don't get me wrong. Miami's tough, but they're they're a team that needed more than what they have now. And they might they might be players in the buyout market. You know, Westbrook gets fired out. You know, like oh, John Watts is going to be away. Like you never know. No? Westbrook with fucking Jimmy Butler. Oh God! If he was, if, if he I'll was, definitely watch it. If he was fighting with uh, Minnesota and Anthony Towns and all that, I can only imagine him and Russ butting heads, bro. Like that'll be something. But I think Miami and Denver, you know, you have a chance to. Uh, more Denver, they have a chance to really take control of the West and. Especially with Durant, like going to Phoenix that late at night, they should have been scrambling a lot more. They should have been in the Sadiq Bay market. They should have been in the Yaka Perto market. And, you know, they were just kind of chilling. They got rid of Bones. They got Bryant. We're like, all right, we're good. We're going to the finals. Like, mm, not so fast. I don't, I don't think you guys realize what just happened and what Durant means to everything in the West. And even, you know, with, with the Kyrie acquisition that I, I want to, I can't wait to see Nuggets Mavs like that. I feel like that I know Jokic is going to murder the fucking Mavs on the boards, but I feel like in the perimeter and Kyrie and Luca feeding off each other, that's going to be a close game. So, um, you know, Denver just staying pat. I don't think that was the move. I really don't. And, um, yeah, I, I, I'll even say, uh, Boston's a minor loser. I, I think them not getting another wing, it's gonna hurt them if if one of these guys get hurt in the playoffs, like Jalen Brown's out right now. I know, but Jalen Brown's hurt, and you saw last year in the in the finals, they had no wings, no no wings to throw out there once uh, Brown and Tatum were tired. Kind of the same thing this year. I mean, they don't Sam Hauser, I guess, is that guy Gallinari when he comes back, but. I you know I like Muscala. That's a good pickup. They needed some depth behind the big man, but um, yeah. I mean, wing teams need wings, bro. Nuggets and and Celtics. You know they really should have 
been a lot more aggressive, but hey, maybe the assets weren't there for them. But um, I mean, is the biggest winner Phoenix, bro? I mean, it has to be, right? There's no other winner besides them. Um, I guess the Lakers yeah. for offloading Westbrook. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's uh, I mean, the Lakers are winners, but I think they're big winners. Phoenix is a big winner. Uh, yeah, I would say. Uh, another sneaky winner, in my opinion, is Portland, bro. Portland, mm-hmm. you know, um, got got rid of Josh Hart. I mean, he's a good player, but you're never gonna get the money, or you were never gonna pay Josh Hart right? once he gets free agency. So, mm-hmm. um, you might as well unleash him now. And you get Cam Reddish, bro. Cam Reddish has been itching to play. Yeah, man's been itching to play basketball for a while, so now he gets the opportunity in Portland. Don't understand what the Knicks did, by the way, in that trade, <laughs> ever. Uh, but no, you get you get Cam Reddish, bro. Solid player, solid young player, hungry for minutes, so he's gonna go out there and prove himself. Which you know, hopefully, you know he he can prove it out there, being you know one of the best young players in this league. So um, I think Portland did a great job today, kind of doing what they did. And um, oh, and Thibel too, winners. and Thibel too. I know I was trying that's to think a, of the other yeah, players. Yeah, that's too. a good one. Bible's, I mean, Bible can get it, can get it going, bro. He's, he's, he's a solid player in my opinion. So, um, you get reddish in Bible. I mean, yeah, the, the front court might be a little bit of an issue, but I mean, you got, you flipped some players, bro. And I'm impressed with what the Blazers did today. Yeah. I mean, they have a good, they have a good team. I mean, they're going to be fine. I don't think they're going to be doing anything crazy anytime soon, but, um, yeah, they'll make the play in at least, I believe. Like they'll be there. They'll be in the conversation. Um, trying to think if there's anything else we missed. Um, I mean, your boys, your Celtics boys got a Muscala. Yeah, that's why I said Muscala. Um, I, I, it's a decent move. I mean, he had shooting. He had size. We needed that. So, the Celtics um, didn't need to do much, bro. I saw them in person, and they they look perfectly fine. It, yeah, I get you. I, it's just That'd more. It's more as like a precaution, like. You know, in case somebody gets hurt, I feel like they need more depth behind uh, Jalen Brown and Tatum because if they struggle any time in the playoffs for whatever reason like they did in the finals, I would say more Tatum. They couldn't throw anybody else out there. They didn't have anybody behind them. So that's where it kind of bit them in the ass. But, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say they needed to go get Durant or something like that. But, you know, I, I just wanted a little more depth. But that's fine. You know, it, it is what it is. I'm not panicking like they're the number one team in the NBA right. like they're chilling for sure they <laughs> yeah. just need it they need a you know Missoula needs to learn how to call timeouts and they need to stop pl- playing lazy defense when they play bad teams mm-hmm. so um I think that's I think that's it I'm just trying to double check we got everything every good trade George Hill to the to the Pacers <laughs> um oh watch out Let's go. All right. Oh, yeah. Um, you, I mean, you did say Gordon back to the Clippers. Clippers would just seem too desperate, bro. Like, I I don't know what the – what's the plan the Clippers for Clippers got Mason – they got Mason Plumlee, too. So, they – they I don't know, bro. Every year at the deadline, they go out there and get some <clears throat> random players. Yeah. And, Fucking – who did this... they get last year? Covington and um, – Yeah. What's Powell? his name? Powell. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah, what's what's the move for what, what are the Clippers gotta do, bro? They have to they're not ever gonna compete with the Lakers with these two fucking guys taking vacations in the middle of the season. Like what I mean, I that's the thing is they, they just gotta be healthy and they need to find some 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 backcourt players that can score. Um and I mean they got Zubox, solid all around <clears> big man, which is fine. I mean, Covington's a great defender, Powell, but 
late. I don't know. Oh, you know who's a a sneaky loser? Cleveland. They they wanted they were so in into Gordon, bro. Like they want that third wing. They want the number three position because they don't trust Levert. They don't trust the Coro. They you know they want a number three. They want a small forward, and you know they they haven't been able to fill that position. You know, like again, we know how the playoffs are. Like, not everybody's gonna go off for forty every night. Like, there's right. gonna be times where you run into a defense that figures you out, and you need that third or fourth guy to step up. You know, I don't, I don't know if they have that score. Like, to me, they don't have that guy that they can just. If Mitchell and and uh, Garland aren't are off, like, all right, I got this. I don't think they have that guy and. My hurt them in the playoffs. I mean, they're a really good team. I like what, what they've been showing, but, you know, they're missing something. They're missing a little more scoring as far as it goes in the in the wings. So it's going to be interesting, but I think they're a sneaky loser. It, it might bite them in the ass, you know, if they play Milwaukee or Boston in the second round. So um, something to look out for. Not too, not too major, nothing crazy, but just in the long run, I think they're going to regret not going after Gordon a little more. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think that's it. I don't see any other moves to really gush over about Green to the um, Houston, Canard to the Grizzlies. I mean, that's something they they finally did something after talking all this shit. John Moran's good in the West, apparently. Like I don't, I don't know, but <laughs> um, uh, hey, your boy, your uncle Shannon Sharp, bro, he fucked the Grizzlies over. Got that bad dude, juju on them, dude. <laughs> I'm not I'm never gonna fuck with Uncle Shannon, bro. That motherfucker. Bro, First he, of all, he's big to fight, and he curses you. <laughs> God fucking, damn. He punked John Morant's dad, and since then they've been getting punked by every other team in the NBA. So, um, yeah, yeah we'll we'll see. But predictions. Um, uh, who who's who's coming out the West? Your eyes. Well, before we get to that, okay. Let me give you some names for buyout candidates, and I want to know who you think they'll fit with. Um, Danny Green gonna be a buyout candidate. What team do you think he he should go to? Danny like the, Green. I feel like the the Lakers are gonna be moving in. <laughs> Union. They, they I was the gonna say. I was gonna say Phoenix. All right, since Maybe. we lost, you That's know, a good one. you know, Bridges and stuff. So Cleveland should be there Phoenix. too. They need shooting. Oh yeah, they do. They so. do. They do. Uh, Kevin Love is a potential buyout candidate. I think Lakers is for sure there. Take them or the Warriors. Uh, I'll say Suns. Okay. Um, Patrick Beverly. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go Heat. Milwaukee. Oh, I can see that too. Um, uh, John Wall. If somebody decides to uh, run a play on. Um, Cancun. No, I think. Uh, <laughs> 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 I think. I think Miami. I think he'll go to Miami. Yeah, I was gonna say Miami. Miami. If uh, if Pat. If Beverly doesn't go, then John Wall's the backup plan. And last but not least, man, Westbrook. Where do you think he's going to? Mm, Clippers. Clippers. Uh, I could see it. He doesn't want to. Oh, one way, more. So. Uh, did you say Reggie Jackson? Oh fuck! I forgot yeah, he, he, he got uh, traded today. To be honest, yeah, he was in. He was part of the Plumlee deal, so that's why. That's how the Clippers got him. Um, wow. I don't know where he would go. To be honest. Chicago? I don't I don't know. Um, fucking whoever so Miami, the I mean not the Clippers, Miami, 
Um, maybe the Lakers, bro. You never know. Stay in LA. That could be. Something. I'm gonna say Miami. Fuck it, Miami. Yeah, Miami's just that type of team. They they're gonna get one of these guards. <laughs> so. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, yeah. Predictions. Um, who's coming out of the East? Boston. Gonna coming here. out of the West. Uh, West. Tough man. That's I'm the big go... one. You're gonna think I'm crazy, man, and I hate to admit it. I think the Nuggets. I think the Nuggets still do it. I don't think that's crazy. I mean, I, I, they, they have a good shot to, you know, they have the best shot to take down Phoenix. It's just what worries me is that whoever's defending Durant, you know, they're gonna have to double him, and then if Booker is back and healthy by then, oh, it's gonna be tough, bro. Like, you'd have to rely a lot on Murray to play a lot of good defense, and I don't, I don't think he. He's built for that, so no doubt. I mean, Jokic is gonna—he's gonna bully Eaton, bro. Like I—I I think that—that's not even a concern. The front court, they'll be fine. It's just you know with Durant, with Booker, with CP3. If he gets a little bit of juice, I would start resting CP3 right now. Don't let him play any <laughs> significant minutes. Just keep him healthy for the playoffs, because um, there's no point. I know you want to get chemistry down, but CP3 is. It's just a fucking ticking time bomb when it comes to an injury. So they need to play it safe. They need to shut him down. Give him the Kawhi treatment. Like, hey, go go to Scottsdale. Go chill out, bro. Like, just, just go have fun. We'll call you back in April, May, and get ready for the playoffs. Like, I don't know. Just just yeah. do a fake injury. Like, just lock him down until the playoffs. Because I think with those three, they have a they have a shot. Like, it's it's gonna be Phoenix, Denver, I, unless something. Re- Unless they really choke like they did against Dallas last year, it should be uh, Denver Phoenix in the conference finals, which I, yeah, it's gonna be crazy, bro. This fuck Denver's gonna be lit when the fucking Nuggets are in the conference finals at Ooh, home this it's time. It's gonna be nuts. It's gonna be nuts because I mean, there's also Golden State. I mean, you can never count them mm. out really until Steph. They they back. they. I think the Draymond thing is still there, bro. I I think that matters. I think all that shit. Internally, they're imploding, and Steph Curry out indefinitely. Mm, that's tough. I think I think it'll click when the playoffs start. Not I mean, you, yeah, you ever. can never you can never count out the pedigree, and they went. They've been there. They've done that. They know what it takes. But I don't know. I don't like you said it. Like they're losers, bro. They they, they didn't do anything in this deadline. Like they, yeah. I don't think they they got better to where they can beat Denver. They can beat a Phoenix. Like I don't. Maybe Wiggins, you know, comes back to playoff form. Wiggins finals Wiggins, but um, yeah, every everybody looks kind of fun in a funk right now. So, I, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be the top four for me, like you know, the final four, I guess you'll say in the West. Um, Denver, Phoenix, Golden State, and I'll put Dallas in there. I think they, oh. I think they'll they'll be compete just because of the offense. Uh, you know, I, I think you go Grizzlies. Yep, Denver, Phoenix, Grizzlies, and Warriors, in my opinion. Or, not, excuse me, Denver, yeah, Denver, Suns, Grizzlies, Warriors. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say that's the seeding, but just to compete for the title, I think those those four for me. Grizzlies, bro, I don't, you know, I think they should have went all in for Ananobi. They, they need I a, agree. 
Dylan Brooks is too toxic, bro. You want to talk about a toxic ass motherfucker? Get that, like, get him out of here, bro. Like Dylan Brooks, I don't know what his deal is. Like he, just me, him against the world, I guess, when it comes to his mindset. But um, what does what does Drake say? Bench players talk like starters, talking like starters. Yeah, it's crazy. I don't <laughs> know. They he it was time to move on. Whether you cut him or buy him out or trade him, like that was it was time and. I thought they were for sure going to get Ananobi, and they didn't. So, you know, that's why I feel like, you know, the – I know they have good defense. I like Bain. I like Morant. But obviously Triple J is in contention for Defensive Player of the Year. But um, I just think Kyrie and Luka is going to score on them, bro. It's going to be – if they play in a series, like, I think that series will average, like, 120 points on each side. Like, it's just – Gonna be nuts, like to see 120 points, 120 points. Like it's gonna be like 120, 117, like close to those scores every night. Like it's gonna be just yeah. fireworks. So yeah, we'll see. I you know the East is it's Milwaukee or or Boston. I don't see Philly coming out. I really don't. And especially getting rid of Tybal. That was your best defender. What are you guys doing? Why did you trade him? Offense, I, bro. Offense. No, I I disagree. I understand he was kind of a zero on offense, but what do you need in the playoffs, bro? When it comes down to it, everything slows down. We've talked about it multiple times. You need clutch defenders. And I think Thibault is going to be unleashed in Portland. He's gonna, it's going to be way bigger role than he had in Philly. So um, I think that's it. We, we covered yeah. everything, every, every big move. Um, Lakers are they top six team now? Last prediction for you? Top six. Top yeah, six, are they, are they gonna are they gonna climb up the rankings, the standings? Yeah, definitely. I think they'll be like at least top eight. Uh, top eight. Top six. We'll see because they have the hardest schedule left. Um, they still got to play Phoenix. Oh, I didn't even times. I didn't even realize they were that low. Oh shit! I thought they were closer. All right, yeah. Top I mean, eight, they're only they're eight. only they're only two games behind though. They're three and a half behind the third seed or the fourth seed, and they're only. Well, like I would say behind the Clippers, they were six games, and they've already lost what two straight to them, three yeah. straight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that that's so, a top eight, top seven. You think they'll they'll be in the plan? Yeah, they'll be in the plan for sure. But I think they'll win the plan, to be honest. So, um, I'm more confident yeah. about this Lakers team, but I'm not I'm not gonna be like those fans and say they're gonna win the chip because I got to see how they play first before I make that assumption. Oh, last last thing I wanted from you. Thoughts on LeBron's breaking the scoring title? Eh, it is what it is, man. I, it was going to happen. Um, I don't but think it's going to In the Lakers uni, bro, how do you feel? Eh, it's whatever, man. It, it, <laughs> I was more focused in the game. I mean, yeah, it's, I saw it. It was iconic. I, I can say that I saw it happen, which is great, but... Mm. We'll do a separate is, episode because everybody's talking goat talk with him now. I don't. Mm. He has to he do is in the conversation. I will say sure, that he's definitely in the conversation. He needs to do like he needs to win one more ring, and then I'll I'll start saying he has a case to actually dethrone Jordan. But until then, mm-hmm. thing is Jordan. Like I don't I don't think that should be a debate until then. But hey, shout out to LeBron, bro. Good good on him. Like you said, it was eventually going to happen. So. Um, all I'm yeah. gonna say is that stats stats don't always mean everything. Like stats are of course are great, not. Of course but, not. I mean, he's all time leading scorer, but I don't think he's a better scorer than Jordan. Um, it's like you know. think about it, bro. Does anybody have? Third. Yeah, I, I was gonna say that. Second. I was gonna say, does anybody have Carmelo in his top in their top five? 
Absolutely not. Like, so, yeah, I mean, like I said, good on him. He did it. Now it's, hey, he said it in the game. It's winning time. It really is, bro. They, all the shit they just did, this is for you, bro. Like, all the bitching and moaning that you and your team have been doing, it's time, bro. You need to fucking stop complaining. And if you don't do anything with the unit you have now, I mean, you know, and not any, they're not going to win the chip, but. You know, they don't start winning with this team. Maybe it never is say never, bro. Tweeted. I'm putting ten dollars on them tonight, and I'll send you a receipt. <laughs> They're gonna win the West. Come oh, shit! Let's go. I mean, is it too far? I I think since the Celtics did it last year, bro, I can never say anybody's out of the the title race anymore. Like, how much shit were you and I talking about them this time last year? And they fucking went to the finals. Like, who knows? Maybe, <laughs> maybe fucking Vanderbilt is the next, you know, fucking he's AD Jr. He's the AD they needed, bro. AD is done. But Vanderbilt gets unleashed or Beasley starts going off. Who knows? Anything can happen, but we'll see. That's it. I think we're, we we did a good, good uh, NBA comeback pod. And we'll be back with more Super Bowl previews oh, yeah. coming up. Uh, a lot of mm-hmm. shit's coming up. So stay tuned. Follow our social medias. We'll catch you in the next one. Peace. Peace.